Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Chaitwin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And how you doing? Happy Friday to everybody. Put a couple fingers of Jack in the coffee. You know what? I know this. Arlene, Wendy's probably been drinking since she uh, since she got finished working on Tuesday. Arlene's going to probably start drinking after she makes that last and final trip uh, to the post office this week. Obviously, Metals Plans Week. Uh, the post office completely hates us. But today wraps it up. Everybody's getting delivered. Uh, if you haven't gotten into that Metals program, what are you waiting for? 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. It is Jobs Day Friday. I'll bring you up to speed uh, as to how many jobs the government said got created today. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about all the details around it. Are we making any more money, not making any more money? Uh, did Iran shoot down the Boeing plane? You know, that kind of changes things, doesn't it? If they did. And it kind of looks like they did. Joe, are you there? Hey, you made it. Yeah, I made it. How about that? I'm, I'm glad you made it. I'll tell you, this is probably one of the most amazing undertakings I've ever done. I opened the radio station this morning. Uh, we're broadcasting. I'm up here live. 1360 KHNC, um, radio engineer Jim is here trying to, we've got a broadcast going out, Brian Kilmeade's on live, you and I are doing a cyber delay while you're live in Phoenix, trying to put it all together is like being an air traffic controller, and Jason's working at it, but uh, I, Joe, I long for the days when I could just sit down and do a radio show. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I appreciate uh, the fact that all the effort that's being put in up there, you know, and again, we had this all worked out, uh, then we added some more equipment, and now we got to work it out again, I guess. So the minute you work on something else, it affects like 900 other systems. So yes, the Virto system is working fine, but the delay between you and I doing Phoenix and then playing an hour later is under construction for lack of better words so so i uh i'll tell you it kind of just throws everything off but i'm gonna follow you today joe so i'm gonna be your guest on this jack daniels friday even though jack daniels fridays are hard to do anymore you between you know plane crashes uh presidential impeachments economic calamities i mean it is literally a plethora a jabberwocky of things to talk about um and all of it really really requires a shot of old number seven. But um, in reality, it's uh, it's all getting pretty serious out there, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, and, and I was just talking uh, be, before uh, you, you were able to jump on here. Does it change things if Iran really looks like they, they shot that shot the plane down? You know, that Boeing plane that crashed. Uh, uh, what is What does that affect? Right, because before it was one thing when they they uh, shot the missiles at the the bases where the U.S. troops were in Iraq, and but kind of gave everybody a heads up. But then they just shoot an airliner out of the sky. I mean, these are like, this is the type of thing you know that you, you go both ways. You you don't want to be involved. Like I I don't want to be involved in the Middle East, but at the same time, I mean, these people are outright nuts. 
a world that has just gone crazy. So I'm at the, I'm up here at the hotel. I'm here all uh, next week, well as well. So ten days at the mothership. So if you want to come in, you want to make an appointment, you want to cut a commercial, I'm here for you. So, but last night at the hotel, I'm watching. You know, I'm having dinner, and they have the ABC News feed on, um, and they show the airliner getting, you know, what they're showing, saying that. Iran shot the the airliner, the Ukraine airliner down. Now they're showing a model, a model depiction, you know, a uh, a cartoon, for lack of better words. And they show the well, my mic just went dead. They show the well, my headphone went dead. Sorry. They show the um, the missile cartoon, and I don't know any other put away. I I don't know reenactment or whatever it is. They show how they did it and what they did, and then they show, you know, missiles taking off, flying around. And But, you know, when you look at something like that, there was a day that when you saw that on ABC News, you believed that to be true. But when you look at it today, it's pretty hard, isn't it, Joe? But, yeah, that's the point. I don't know. Is it true? Did they really do it? Because when you look at that video they put out there, we, I don't know what that is, all right? I there's a light and an explosion, right? I mean, I it's not like uh, it was you could clearly see the aircraft and here comes the – no, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. And to your point, 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago for sure, if it was on the nightly news, you could count on it to be what's really happened. Now today, nobody knows. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Picture Radio News Hour here on a Friday. Uh, if you had already started drinking, uh, or if you haven't started drinking, yes, you really were hearing all that stuff that was in our ear. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, we got the engineers up in the uh, studios at KHNC working on the issue. Uh, in the meantime, you just get me. I know it's not as good, uh, but but uh, Eric will be back with us uh, next week. Uh, for those of you up there in Colorado, listen, he's there all next week as well. Get in there, get those commercials cut, uh, get those donations in, go in and say hi to Eric. Uh, we got so many great things happening. Uh, Michael Savage will be running uh, on 1360 KHNC starting next week, and uh, I'm super, super excited about that. And once that gets done, I, we got, we're got we going on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing up there. Uh, so a lot, a lot of great things happening, and I apologize for what happened today. We've actually put in more equipment. You know, we're, 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 we're not messing around up there, and... and it, it happens, right? You start adding stuff, taking things out, moving things around, and, and something that was working stops working. But we'll get it all uh, handled and uh, get you know, things rocking. You know, Joe, in the radio roll. business, yeah. that is Tell called me. don't disturb the cobwebs. Right. Don't touch it. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately for us up there is – uh, there were so many things that needed to be upgraded that we've kind of had to touch it. It would have been, you know, talking on the radio does not qualify you to own a radio station. You got to take your lumps. And, and had we had we known what we were doing, which we didn't, uh, we may have done it a little differently, but, but uh, we're almost there. We've got, I think, 
two more things we still need to do uh, that that uh, before we're, I think we're going to be all set. And then to Ramon's point, there's going to be a big sign. Don't touch it. <laughs> I have in my little studio here uh, in, in Arizona, I have a picture of what my box looks like and where all my dials are set in case somebody touches it. But, yeah, that's the rule. Uh, don't touch anything because it's working just fine. Leave it alone. Uh, but but we'll get there. And, again, everybody, thank you for your patience. Now, let's get to it. I mean, you know, we were talking about uh, the Iran thing and the did they shoot it down. And, and, and for me, that changes things because if they did, if they did, and I say if because I don't know. It wasn't like you saw the video and you're like, oh, my God, you know, that, that has to be. I, I don't, right? Could be. Could not be. Right? I mean, I, I don't know. But just like everything else, though, right? Isn't that kind of where we're at now? You know, about just about everything. I mean, we had jobs out today. How accurate is that number? I don't know. Right? I don't know. Because they seasonally adjust everything. Right? Uh, they insist on telling you the unemployment rate's the lowest in 50 years. See, but they, what they don't tell you, and I don't know why am I upset about that, right? Here's why I'm upset. Because it's not true. That's why I'm upset. It's the lowest since they changed the way they calculate unemployment, which they did in the 90s. Not the lowest in 50 years. It's just the lowest since they changed the way they, they account for unemployment. If they revert back to the way they used to calculate unemployment, it would be the lowest in maybe 24 or 5 years. Maybe. Maybe. May on the, and I really think if they did, it may be the lowest since... The crash, right? So go back to the, you know, that 06, 07, 08 era. That's it. Right? That, that, that's the facts. Right? And then, like, the jobs, they said it was disappointing. Right? We created 145,000 jobs. So they say. And again, like I said, it's not a real number. What is the seasonal adjustment? Why wouldn't they just... Hey, if nothing else, put out both. Hey, here's the real number, and here's the number we want you to know, right? right? Here's the fake number. And I get it. I get it. Back in the days before computers. Back in the days before computers, I could understand, hey, we got to kind of take a swag at this. Right? Because, you know, everyone's got to do things by hand and it's in the mail, right? There's no faxing and, and there is no uh, scanning. And, and, of course, now there's no email, right? There's none of that stuff. So maybe that made sense then. Doesn't make any sense today. You've got a computer. Right? Computers, are, I don't even know, you know, uh, the, the supercomputers. I do like, I don't know, a kabillion transactions a second, right? You know, something crazy like that. I mean, think about like like the technology behind Bitcoin. They're saying we can track 
every sale that has happening every single second around the world, real time, right? Somebody in China just bought a fish head at the same time. Someone over here bought some earbuds at the same time. Someone in Russia brought some, I don't know, whatever they buy in Russia, right? And they multiply it by 7 billion people. And they can track it forever. And you're telling me that we got to put out fake numbers? Right? It should be an easy number to get. Really. It should be very easy. Okay. How many people had withholdings out of their paycheck, right? Right? Social Security, right? With a payroll tax. Right? I don't care where you are. I don't care what level of income you are. You pay payroll tax. Should be an easy number to get. How many people paid payroll taxes last week? Or last month, how many people are paying payroll taxes this month? And there's the number. The difference between the two is the number. But again, the they care more about perception than they do the number. The number came in at 145,000, which they were disappointed with. They were they were hoping for, and, I, and my numbers were kind of all over it, but 180. To 250, you know, people were getting all excited. Came in at 145. Uh, I thought it was okay because I feel like that's kind of where, you know, we're right at this precipice. Uh, and I think we're going to hang on, right? We're going to hang on, right? fingers crossed, in 2020. But this slowdown, what the CFO said yesterday, right? I mean, all the big companies, you had to have $3 billion in sales or more to be in this Deloitte survey. They do it every year. Hey, tell us about 2020. Tell us about next year. You guys are the bead encounters, right? If anybody knows the truth about your balance sheet, it's you guys. Every one of them surveyed. Every one of them surveyed. Either said, now, very small amount, only 3% said recession, okay? Then let's be fair about that. Only 3% said recession. The other 97% said things are slowing down or have already started slowing down or are going to slow down. So, you know, you, you kind of look at those things and you're like, okay, that makes sense to me. So the, the jobs number today kind of makes sense, right? That fits even though I don't know what the real number really is, 145000 pay. Now, pay has been going up, uh, and they were disappointed today about pay. Uh, pay uh, for December, they were hoping was going to be 3.1. It was only 2.9 year over year, an increase of 2.9% in pay, which is it's not, unfortunately for us, that's not a lot. And we're talking, and I don't know the exact number, 10 cents, 12 cents, 15 cents more this year than last year, something like that. I think that'll pick up in January. And the reason why I say that is because over half the states raised minimum wage. So, so I'm thinking that could bounce back. And then, of course, the unemployment rate, which they're saying 3.5%, uh, the lowest since 1969. Of course, I, you, you got my spiel on that. I don't, I don't need to... 
berate the point that that's just, it's like saying, uh, comparing apples and oranges, right? And then saying, hey, well, we got less apples, so things are going great, but we were counting oranges before, so I, I'm not, I don't get it, right? So that, that kind of mentality, but overall, uh, that, that kind of slowed down Wall Street. You know, we've been on this run. It's still, you know, right around flat today, um, and more and more people are out there. That was the other thing the CFO said. Yep. Stock market's way overpriced. We're not going to hit those earnings. Uh, I, I, who was it today? Oh, it was Kohl's. Kohl's getting bashed today. Uh, another bad number. And, of course, you know, retail, really, you got Amazon, uh, Walmart, Target, Costco, and, like, TJ Maxx. Right, and, and congratulations to TJ Maxx. That's kind of the only one that really doesn't fit in there. And then everybody else is just getting bashed over the head. Uh, gold, uh, the, we had a nice pullback. It looks like that's done with now. Up uh, almost seven, eight bucks here. Fifteen sixty one, fifteen sixty two. Silver up twenty five cents. Uh, eighteen and eighteen twenty five on silver. And both of those uh, reacted. Uh, to the jobs number. Uh, as soon as the jobs number came out and it missed and wages weren't rising like they thought, uh, gold and silver uh, were both down, took off, went the other direction. And and uh, I don't know if, uh, if we're going to start paying to, attention to the data or not. When Wall Street's going to do that, uh, I still think we've got another month, maybe two months of of higher wall street prices i you know who knows these bubbles are hard to call tops to uh but but uh, that is kind of the biggest thing that i worry about when we talk about 2020 uh then this one this was out of restaurant news right so you know you don't think uh that we search a lot of places when we do all this to get all of this information out to you and the reason why I've been watching this, because I told you my own experience just here in Phoenix. Right? I told you about our one, our, probably our favorite place to eat. And all of a sudden, they were just short-staffed. And you know what the funny thing, you know what we noticed outside of it, it took longer, obviously, than normal? The place wasn't as clean. Right, things that, hey, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give them, you know, a pass. But if this becomes the trend, yeah, we're not gonna eat there. Right, we want it. I want. I want. You want it to be clean. But you know what the employees told us? And they cut back. Place that we were gonna eat uh, over the weekend at a, at a at a shopping center, a high end place. You know, the ones these these places were full, closed. Right, of course, Arizona, right, we went from $11 to $12. Uh, and then this came out of Restaurant News. Restaurant same-store sales down 2.1% year-over-year in December. That is not, not good. And the reason why I think it's important is a lot of these jobs, and again, right, we don't really know, but they tell us, right, Bars and restaurants, they're two big drivers. Healthcare, right? Healthcare. 
And that's really the and in that job. Yeah, are there nurses? Of course there are. Are there doctors? Sure there are. Are they CFOs and and and, and good paying jobs in healthcare? Yes. But the vast majority, you know, they'll tell you, hey, there's forty thousand healthcare jobs. Well, about thirty eight thousand of them are going to be those low wage jobs, and then restaurants if they start closing. Maybe a little darker than I think. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. America is a nation built on the virtues of Christian morality. Our laws are set up to punish those who infringe on the inalienable rights granted to each individual by a sovereign creator, after all. As the Declaration of Independence points out, chief among these rights is the right to life. Centuries after the Declaration was written, Americans still fight for this right on behalf of the unborn. The greedy abortion industry spreads misinformation endlessly. Many on the left have become so deluded by their propaganda that they would even support the killing of fully born infants if their mothers don't want them. That's not just a fringe group of radical leftists. Federal bills to protect born alive infants have been voted down by Democrats as recently as last year. Melissa Oden is on the front lines of fighting on behalf of infants who survive an abortion. And no leftist can look her in the face and say they've never seen someone who survived an abortion attempt. Melissa's mother consented to have a doctor perform a saline abortion on her. Miraculously, Melissa beat all the odds and survived this painful attempt on her life. When she was successfully delivered, a nurse took pity on her and ensured that she wasn't killed. Melissa was adopted and raised by a loving family, and now she has one of her own. As an adult, Melissa tells the world her story in the hopes of saving other children who might not have the same chance she did. She's the director of the Abortion Survivors Network, a team of 287 abortion survivors who fight to save others from a gruesome death. Their stories should inspire others to take action. Melissa Oden puts it this way, quote, Every story is important. Every experience deserves to be heard. However, when we hear the stories about abortion, this narrative is woefully one-sided, end quote. I applaud Melissa and the other abortion survivors who share their stories. It's up to the rest of us to hear those stories and act on them to ensure that no child is ever killed for surviving an abortion. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Scholar blue collar of a man 
He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no, sir. Yes, ma'am. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe Jacob here on this Friday. Uh, again, we're just reminding everybody up there on the front range, Get in there. Eric's there. He's going to be there all next week as well. Uh, get your commercials cut. Get your donations made. Pick up your product. Whatever it is you need to do. Or just go in there and say hello to them. Uh, you can call the radio station up there, 970-587-5003, uh, if you want to get a hold of them that way as well. So we're talking about jobs and talking about the jobs inside of them. Good pain, bad pain. Um, this hundred and forty-five thousand, eighty percent of the jobs in the in, again in the data provided by the government, not data provided by me, not data provided by you know some other you know left-leaning or right-leaning organization. The, the, these are just jobs created by the government, right, according to them, right? This Bureau of Labor Statistics, right out of their playbook, 80% of all those jobs came in what they call low-pay slash minimum wage categories. Uh, so when we... We look at that uh, retail trade, and that's a tough one for me. They said 41,000 retail jobs. Maybe, usually, usually, if you're hiring your seasonal help, you hire them, you know, in, the, in October, in November, um, and then what you would use. And, I, and I, how do I know this? I grew up in retail, right? I was I was a retail employee to make you know making money while I was uh, in high school, college, right? I was I was a, a supervisor, an assistant manager, a store manager, a district manager, uh, so I know retail. And here's the the, the realities. Is there some hiring in December? Absolutely there is. But, but a lot of the people you hired in October, November, right, they weren't any good. So you're, you're letting those people go, right? It, it, if anything, I don't know, it, maybe it's break even. And most companies, you're actually losing employees in December, and especially, especially after Christmas is over. Right then, you're just writing people off the schedule, right? Oh well, there's no hours for you this week, and you don't even really fire them, right? You just don't schedule them anymore. You give them uh, a one day a week. You get four hours a week type uh, shifts. That's that's how retail works. Uh, but they said forty one thousand, right? But those are low pay, leisure and hospitality. Right. And, and so, again, this is this is where, you know, you're seeing the, the waitresses and the bartenders and 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 things of that nature. 
right? That was 40,000. So 81,000 of the 145 were just in those two categories. Uh, then education and health. I don't know the education part. I don't know what that what that is, right? It's not, you know, I always thought, you know, education, you had the big spikes, uh, you know, in July, right? July and August, you're hiring teachers and stuff. But uh, health, obviously, that's, we get that. We know what that is. 36,000, again, that's a lower end category. Construction. Now there you find better pay in that category was twenty thousand, and then there wasn't another category that was over six, right? Wholesale trade, uh, which that one's hard for me to believe that we had an. It says it wasn't a big one, but they said that there was an increase there. All the wholesale trade numbers are horrendous, right? They're all recessionary. Uh, temp help. Uh, and again, that's not a great pain number. That wasn't very high. Financial activities, that's your best sector. That's where you want to see it. Uh, 6,000, that was it, 6,000. And a lot of the financial activity, I hear, I'm, I've been told anyway, layoffs are coming on Wall Street. Layoffs are coming. So uh, 6,000 there, the government uh, they didn't do a lot of hiring, 6,000. I think that's going to change. We're going to see an uptick in government hiring because the census is twenty this year, 2020, is the census. So uh, there's going to be more census hiring. Uh, other was 5,000. Professional service uh, and business service, excluding temporary help. This is another of the high-paying categories. So you look at high-paying categories. Construction, 20,000. But then you look at the other ones, financial activities, government, which it really is weird that you'd say government, but it's true, professional and business services, and then information. That's another category, you know, IT. You could add all of those together, and you just get to 20. That's it. Uh, so the rest of it, uh, mining and logging lost. Transportation and warehousing lost, right? There's that wholesale trade I was kind of talking about. Uh, manufacturing lost. Uh, so that was kind of the, the numbers behind the numbers and jobs. And then the Wall Street Journal today. See, in this, and I love it when, when they're able to reaffirm things that I tell you. But I've told you well ahead of by the time the mainstream gets to you, right? You heard it months ago. And I've been talking about these zombie companies that are littered in Wall Street. Right? They're just everywhere. And really the bailouts and the repo auctions and the low interest rates that you're seeing are for them. According to the Wall Street Journal, over 40% of all listed companies Okay, that's just listed. So Dow Jones, S&P, uh, the Russell, the NASDAQ, right? You name it. If you're listed, if you are a publicly traded company and you are within the United, you know, you're publicly traded and you're listed uh, in on Wall Street here in the U.S. So that will include some foreign firms as well. Forty more than. 40% of them lose money. 
And I'm thinking, you know, all-time record highs. And, and you'd probably be thinking, hey, we got to have, what, 90% of all companies got to be making money, right? What do you think? At least, you know, you always got some that are losing. But, I mean, we're almost at half the companies lose money? I don't know. You tell me. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, things just kind of start making sense, don't they? So forty percent plus Wall Street publicly traded companies. So it doesn't matter. You're publicly traded and you're listed on one of our exchanges. Uh, you don't make any money. You lose money. Forty percent. Then. Here, when you look at the American consumer, now, I'm okay, right, with people cheerleading, right? We, you get that when you turn on, you know, Fox or CNBC, you know, if you're a DirecTV person, I call it, you know, channels from 350 to 360, right? They're like half of those channels are stocks. They want you to, they, they're going to give you the best side of a story. I don't want to give you the worst side of the story. I just want you to have facts. 31% of people with a credit bureau record. So if you don't have a credit bureau record, you're not in here. So so no kids are in here. Uh, Nobody, if you've never, you know, taken out a credit card or gotten a loan for anything ever a day in your life, you're not in here. But everybody else is in here. 31%. Now, this is uh, for all of 2018. So this was a year behind, but it just takes them this long to get there. Had at least one record or more. In collections. And I was like, even that shocked me, right? And they and and here was the funny part. They said the median, remember, I've educated on you on median and average, right? Median, you take the highest, the lowest, the second highest, second lowest, sixteen hundred and thirty-nine dollars. I thought it'd be way higher than that. Right? That means a lot of people, right? They're going to collections for 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks. And, and, and this is, you know, when we talk about the amount of people living paycheck to paycheck, this is what concerns me. Because any type of a slowdown is really going to hurt a lot of people. You know, we, we, we've gotten to this point now where we want to lie and misrepresent like inflation. We, they just lie. They lie. I mean, that's all you can call it. And, and I'll use the simple one because everybody knows it, you know, the price of a car. According to the Federal Reserve, I don't even know. I don't, you can't call it math. Now, there's no inflation in car prices. None. Zero. How much is it worth the little convenience of the mirror when you back up? You know, the camera, the backup camera. Right. Remember the old days you actually had to turn your head and look? I know. I know. 
right? Got to have that camera, right? Even though, you know, who knows, right? It added $1,000 to the price of the car. Well, that's not inflation. We gave you a camera, right? That's, that's kind of how they do it. That's how they justify. They said that the share of consumers with financial distress, despite the fact of the longest growth almost in, what, in history, is still extremely high. 16% of people that were in collections was medical. Okay? So we know that story. Right? And and, and that's a horrible story. We, we all feel bad for it, but you know what? We're, again, blaming the wrong people. Uh, and Obamacare didn't fix it, did it? Right? Or is anybody shocked? Hey, I got a great idea. Uh, let's get the government to fix health care. Are you kidding me? Right? Everybody knows here in Arizona, you got almost no choice. Right? There's maybe one or two places to get private health care, or you got to be on the exchange. That's it. Right? The, all the competition's gone. Everything costs a fortune. And uh, now 16% of people, and you think about it, that's a big percent. Now, I don't know. They didn't say, let's just say there was 100 million people. Okay, that were in uh, you know there's 200 I'm trying to do math in my head here there's 230 220 230 million Amero 320 I'm sorry 320 million Americans so let's you know my guess is with a credit bureau report probably 200 million people got a credit bureau report if a third of those uh, were in collections right so you're you're like okay well, uh, you know, looks like, say, 60 million people or so and 16%. You know, we're talking about 10 million people that uh, are in collections due to health care. And, of course, if you watch the news, you would think it's way big, right? I mean, you know, li- listen to the Denver. Oh, you know, it's horrible. And it is. It's, it's terrible. But it, in retrospect, it's not nearly the number they make it out to be. And so we did this. Right, remember, part of Obama, everybody, you know, people need insurance. And then, of course, all these people with pre-existing conditions and all this, and they're going to be bankrupt and this and that and the other. Well, I don't know. At what point do you do it? If it only affects such a small percentage of the population, of course, if you're one of the people that is affected, it doesn't matter, does it? I feel it. You get it. You get both sides. Uh, Louisiana was the worst. They said 44% of everybody with a credit bureau report in Louisiana is in some form of collection. South Carolina, Texas, West Virginia, 42%. Texas? By the way, the best, Minnesota and South Dakota. I guess that's where if you... uh, Want to pay your bills? Those are the states you live in. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Yesterday, we were running Libs and Saints, $20 Liberties and Saints, and one-ounce gold coins, uh, pre-1933, which, uh, for those of you that are new listeners, why do we, we like the pre-33 over, say, a gold eagle? over any type of bullion, a bar, a maple leaf, a Kruger Ant. And, and there, there's really one big reason. First of all, it's private. 
You can buy it, sell it, trade it. You don't have to give out 1099s, you know, Social Security numbers and get 1099, no matter how much you sell. You could sell one coin. Great. You could sell 10. You could sell 50. You could sell 100. And we write you a check and say, have a nice day. Can't say that with the bullion coins. And a lot of the bullion coins, anything over $10,000, you sell back. You've got to form and do all this, and then i got to get my account. And I mean, it's paying the you-know-what price. Right? You know our motto here, right? Buy it as close to spot as possible. That's what we believe, right? And price has been really good. And then... Third, and, and maybe uh, something that wasn't that important possibly 20 years ago, that may be more important today. You know, and Eric talked about this the last time he was able to be on the show, talking about Tefra laws and things like that. These are not considered bullion by the United States government. All pre-1933 U.S. minted gold. Notice how I said U.S. minted. They don't care about your British sovereign pre-33. They don't. That's bullion. They don't care about your Franks, your Roosters, your Helvetias, and any of those. They don't care. But U.S. minted pre-1933s, they consider those to be collectibles. Why is that possibly very important? Well, the last time the government confiscated gold, there was only one type of gold an average citizen could keep. You got it. Collectible gold coins were the only things they could keep. Now, we say this too, hey, with a stroke of the pen, the government does what it wants, but there's always a loophole in there somewhere. Uh, so those are the really the, the, the bread and butter of, hey, why, why, why this versus that? Uh, U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints. Yesterday, right at this time, gold was 1650 1648 to 1650 We were running those at $1,660 yesterday. Right now, gold is 1661 bucks. So let's just call it. It's up 10, 10 to $12 from where it was yesterday. Same price. I'm going to forget. For, for, I'm forgetting that gold is up today. Put them away. Liberties and Saints, your choice. You mix them up how you want. $1,660 at 800 951 Zero five nine two, U.S. Silver Eagles rolls four thirty five on Silver Eagle rolls. If you guys, uh, all you silver guys out there, Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, have a great weekend. But before you do, call us, get some gold locked down, and then we'll be back on Monday. Everyone, take care. God bless everybody. <laughs>